Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And you are listening to the QOOPS English Podcast. Welcome back to QLibs, everyone. How is it going? This is a simplified speech episode. Simplified speech is the series that features 100% natural English conversations that are clear and are designed to help you boost your English listening skills and increase your knowledge of important English vocabulary. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Cassie. Hello there, Cassie. Hey, Andrew. Cassie, I've been noticing on social media that so many people are spelling your name incorrectly. <laughs> and I think that's just because it's a super unique spelling. Could you tell everybody how to spell your name? Yes, of course. My name is unique and it's spelled K-A-S-S-Y. Right. So, so many people spell it like C-A-S-S-Y or C-A-S-S-I-E, but it's actually with the K and a Y. Yes, that's right. You can take up that <laughs> argument with my mother if you're confused why it's spelled that way. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll have to interview her in a future episode and ask her why she chose that spelling. But for now, Cassie... We should get started with our episode, and I want to kick things off by giving a shout out to one of our listeners from Germany, Dominic. And Dominic sent us a very lovely email this week. So Dominic wrote, I started learning English at the beginning of 2019. That was one of my New Year's resolutions. I started learning English with Babbel. Maybe you know what that is. After I finished all the lessons there, I needed more. So I started listening to your podcast and it's simply awesome. I've been listening to your podcast for about four months and it's a fixed part of my day when I drive home from work in my car. The first thing I do is set up a new episode of Culips for my way home. And he goes on to say that, I just want to say thank you. I love listening to the podcast. And I love that you have clear conversations that are easy to understand. And I can understand almost everything. So Dominic from Germany, thank you so much for your message. It's great to hear that you are following through on your New Year's resolution. This is a really hard thing to do is to keep that momentum throughout the year. But Seems like you're doing a great job. Yes, I totally agree and keep up the good work. Cassie, I messaged you a little earlier on and asked you if you had any ideas for what we should talk about today. And you had a great suggestion. Do you want to share <laughs> with our listeners what your idea was? Yes, today my idea was talking about convenience stores, one of my favorite places to get snacks. All right. Convenience stores. So that is a great topic and it's what we'll talk about today. And there is a study guide that accompanies this episode. It's available for all Qlips members from our website, qlips.com. 
and we recommend following along with the study guide while you listen to us here today. Okay, Cassie, let's get into it. Convenience stores, you mentioned they're one of your favorite places to get snacks. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe before I ask you about what kind of snacks you buy at the convenience store, we should give a quick definition. So maybe some listeners aren't familiar with this word convenience. Why don't we start there? What is convenience? What does that word mean? Convenience means easy to access or when you're in a rush, you can get something quickly, easily. Mm-hmm. means easily, easily accessed. Exactly. And so then a convenience store is like a small shop that is usually close to where many people live and is open 24 hours a day, most of the time, and just has a lot of products that make your life easier, right? Snacks, (laughs) drinks, um, little things for your house, like maybe a toothbrush or toothpaste or batteries, a light bulb, just those random objects that you need quickly when you run out of them. Yes, exactly. And then I don't know about in every country, but in America, small town America, at least, convenience stores are usually attached to gas stations as well. So it's a great place where you can do uh, two things at once, buy gas and then also buy something that you might need to pick up on your way home from work. Yeah, totally. In Canada as well, so many convenience stores are attached to gas stations, especially in smaller towns. In like a big city like Vancouver or Toronto, there are a lot of standalone convenience stores uh, in the city urban core. But outside of the cities, then yeah, they're almost always attached to gas stations, which was just a brilliant move by the gas station owners when you think of it to open a little store (laughs) at the gas station. They probably tripled their profits because of that idea. Yeah, totally. And I think the more rural you get, the more outside of the city you get, the crazier convenience stores get. I've seen convenience stores that serve full course meals or they have a whole gift shop attached. Yeah, really. (laughs) I did a road trip across the USA around 2012 And I remember stopping at a lot of different convenience stores in rural America. And you're totally right. It was awesome. Some of them were huge Mm -hmm. and had just so many different products that you could buy. Um, You know, there's a lot of truckers. Trucking is really common in North America as a way to transport goods from like warehouses to stores or from the seaports and airports to warehouses. It's the main way that products move across the land in North America. So these truck drivers need a place to stop and they stop at gas stations and convenience stores. So there's a lot of products that are designed for them too. And that was really cool to see like 
lots of just random things, sunglasses, hats, <laughs> sunscreen, CDs, tapes, because um, they can't read while they're driving. So <laughs> books on tape, lots of really cool things that I wouldn't see in a city convenience store. Exactly. Yes. So Andrew, in America, depending on which region you live in, there's like a really popular convenience store and people religiously go to that convenience store over any other. In Canada, is it the same way? So you mean that in each state, there's a popular chain that everybody chooses as their favorite and this yes. kind of varies from state to state? Exactly. For example, in Pennsylvania, we have one called Sheets and uh, another area they have Wawa and another area, who knows what. <laughs> Sheet, S-H-E-E-T? Z, yes. S-H-E-E-T-Z, Sheets. Oh, Sheets. It's the Sheets. Okay. <laughs> I've never I've never heard of that before. I've actually never been to Pennsylvania, so maybe that's why. But to be honest with you, no, I don't think it's that way in Canada at all. I'm very sad about this, but when I was a kid and when I lived in Canada, the main convenience store chain was mm -hmm. called Max. Max. It was originally called Max Milk, like when my... Uh, parents talk about convenience stores. They call it Max Milk, M-A-C, Mac, Max Milk. But when I was a kid, it was called Max. We just called it Max. And now Max is gone. It was bought by the American convenience store chain Circle K. So now it's mm -hmm. Circle K in Canada. That's but There's also... Yeah, it's depressing. It's It's a little sad, like when parts of your childhood disappear like that. <laughs> we also have 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven, uh, which yep. we call the Sev. The Sev is the nickname for the 7-Eleven. In Canada, are 7-Elevens really yeah. famous for their slushies like they are in America? Yeah, slushies. We call them Slurpees. Do you uh, call okay. them Slurpees? Slurpees, slushies. It depends on the region. Okay. Yeah, same thing. They're super popular. And you can buy hot dogs and all sorts of delicious snacks that are bad for your waistline <laughs> at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> but to answer your question, no, we don't have different convenience stores for different provinces and different areas. However, in Quebec, convenience stores are called dépanneurs, and um, that's the French word of course, because they speak French there, but all of the Anglophones, the English speakers that live in Quebec, and many of the French speakers too, we shorten that to just DEP, DEP. So I have to go to the DEP means I have to go to the convenience store. And I found this word to be really fun. And even sometimes now I use it, like I was talking to one of my co-workers the other day who's from the UK and I told him uh yeah the other day I just was walking down to the dep and blah 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 and he's like what what is the dep <laughs> and then I realized like oh yeah he's gonna have no idea because that's such a regional word even yeah a lot of Canadians won't even know that it's just like in Quebec if I heard that word I would think you were talking about a department store or something 
<laughs> Do you have any nicknames for convenience stores in the USA? Nope. We just call them by their name. So I would never say like, I'm going to the gas station. I would always say, I'm going to Sheets or I'm going to Wawa. Mm, interesting. Mm. Yeah, I would always say the corner store. That was what ah. I called it when mm. I was a kid because the store was on the corner of the neighborhood. So I, I would ask my mom, mom, can I go to the corner store? <laughs> and I guess that just stuck with me. So I think a lot of people still refer to it as a corner store, the convenience store. My my dad referred to it as that, but uh, no one my age referred to it as corner store. One thing that if uh, a visitor to the USA or to Canada were to visit a convenience store in an urban area, they might be a little bit surprised because there is very high security in some mm. urban convenience stores. Could you maybe explain about some of the security features that some convenience stores have? Uh, well, first of all, there's always a CCTV camera. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. usually they have alarm systems. So like if someone comes in at gunpoint trying to rob you, they can quickly push the button. <laughs> this is a very common occurrence, I can tell you. <laughs> yes. Uh, Side note, my father owned a convenience store for several years and his store was robbed multiple times. <laughs> oh no, oh no. <laughs> I've seen many convenience stores that have like the cashier mm -hmm. being behind glass. So uh, it's almost like they're in a glass bubble where mm -hmm. there's only a little window where you can pass money back and forth. And that is to protect the store from being robbed, but also to protect the employee that's working at the convenience store. Because, you know, in North America, many stores close at night. There's not a lot of businesses that are open 24 seven, but convenience stores are. And because many of them sell cigarettes and lotto tickets and alcohol even, they are targets for crime activity usually mm -hmm. too they're employing like just one or two people that may be working there and often they're you know part-timers like high school or, or university students so they're just easy targets for burglary and robbery <laughs> right yeah that's totally right yeah so that is one thing that might be shocking to a, a you know, somebody traveling to a big city in Canada or the USA is that there's a lot of security features, especially at night. Some mm -hmm. of these things are removed during the day and then they're installed at night to keep the employees safe and the cash register safe too. Speaking of night, you said that, you know, convenience stores are susceptible to crime at night, but actually convenience stores are some of the only things open at night. So in my town, teenagers would actually gather there like on a Friday night to hang out. <laughs> wow, that's really funny. I don't think I've ever hung out at a convenience store, 
But I remember in high school, that was like the thing to do every lunch break is walk to the convenience store that was close to my high school and buy some snacks and then walk back to school. The owner of that convenience store would never let us loiter around. He had a no loitering sign. So we had to shop and then leave. <laughs> but in a small town, I could see where there's nothing else to do that a bunch of kids would hang out at the convenience store. You rowdy teenagers were bad for business. Yeah, I'm sure we were. I'm sure we were. <laughs> Did you ever hang out at the convenience store, Cassie? No, usually it was kind of the bad kids who smoked that hung out at the convenience stores. And uh, I was kind, mm. of, kind of a nerd, so I didn't really hang out there. Probably a good decision. <laughs> Probably a good decision. <laughs> Cassie, last question for you, and then we will wrap things up. Here, you know, we're living in Korea, Cassie and I, and there are convenience stores everywhere. In fact, I'm in my apartment right now, and if I walked outside of my apartment, I would be able to visit four or five convenience stores within 200 meters of my front door. They are just everywhere. But it's not like this in North America, especially, I think, Cassie, we come from you know, smaller towns in North America. So let's say your American house, if you were walking from your house in the USA to the closest convenience store, how long would that take? Walking? Yeah, walking. <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe two hours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was, I lived in the woods. <laughs> it was about a 15 minute drive to the closest convenience store 15 minute drive okay yeah. so you were in a more rural area than i was then but i still had to walk at least 15 minutes mm -hmm. to get to a convenience store so yeah that would be a considerably longer walk for you if it was a 15 <laughs> minute drive but i guess my main point here that i want to make is that in north america they're called convenience stores mm -hmm. And they are convenient, but it's not like they're just right outside your front door. You still have to put some effort into getting to them. Yes, exactly. It maybe cuts your driving time in half compared to a grocery store, but it's still not exactly convenient. That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you for studying English with us today, everyone. Listening and learning with QLips like you did here today, this is one of the keys to achieving English fluency. So great job. You put in the time, you put in the work, and that is awesome. To recap this episode, we talked about convenience stores, some special features of convenience stores in North America, and some differences between convenience stores in Canada and the USA. you enjoyed this episode and you found it educational and fun, then please support us. You can do that in a lot of different ways. You could tell your friends about Qlips. 
You could follow us on social media. You could leave us a nice review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Or you could even sign up and become a QLips member, which is the best way to study with us. QLips members get unlimited access to our study guide library, which includes study guides for every single QLips episode. You also get ad-free episodes and much, much more. Check out our website, QLips.com, to find out all the details and to sign up. We'll be back soon with another brand new English lesson, and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. See ya.